On the Death of Skibidi, Part 2, by me, Paul Cree. I mentioned in the first part of this that it's probably going to be a bit all over the place. And it is. And I'm probably going to contradict myself. I'm trying to work out where I stand on the sincerity of social media posting, particularly in times of tragedy. I've always had this stubborn side of me that wants to quietly rebel against consensus. I'm not quite sure why, but I find it pretty annoying. As in, why can't I just accept things like most other people? I suspect it has a lot to do with my own ego, which despite calm slash gormless appearances, can be a raging mess, like a quaint, inconspicuous and fully soundproofed village hall housing a packed drug-fueled gabba wraith. But that's not the only thing. My first memory of it rearing its head was in primary school, watching some slapstick theatre show prancing about the school assembly hall. All the kids were cracking up, except for me. I can remember this conflicted feeling I had, this sort of frustration that I wanted all the other kids to understand that this is shit, it isn't funny. Versus the feeling, though I could be making this bit up, but I'm pretty sure it was the case, of actually wanting to laugh, because perhaps it was funny in places. The classic one these days is if someone recommends me something to watch or listen to that's current or popular or both. My normal reaction is something along the lines of that's probably going to be shit. See, I can be a prick. However, in some cases, that inner prick is often right. Subject to my own preference and opinion, of course. Kendrick Lamar is a decent spitter, but he ain't top 10. Nowhere near it, mate. And Line of Duty was no better than a soap opera. It was alright, but nothing special. Sometimes I wish I could accept the consensus though. Life would probably be a bit happier. Sometimes it's not all ego driven, or just something being overrated. Sometimes it's a hunch or a suspicion that something else is going on. The bullshit detector. If it's mass consensus, sometimes it could be tribalism that's driving it, or self-preservation perhaps, which gets masters earnest, which then makes it insincere, thus bullshit, especially in the realm of politics. Sincerity is important to me. There's numerous cultural and political examples I could give here. A major tragedy happens, a mass shooting, a war, some big social justice type moment and immediately social media timelines are awash with more platitudes than a political speech writing workshop. But why? My own reaction to this sort of stuff could well speak to that inner prick. He exists, most certainly. Also my own social inadequacies. If it wasn't so awkward, perhaps I'd be jumping on board the big save the world sloganeering. Sometimes it's an insecurity thing. They're probably related. I mugged off grime when it first came about. I think deep down I thought it had stolen drummer bass's thunder. How stupid is that? Like I own drummer bass or something. It's all music. I love music. I'm glad I saw through my own bullshit there. I love grime. Equally I used to cuss off 90s R&B music saying it was cheesy. But in truth I did like some of it. I think my issue was I associated it with men that were confident with the ladies, which of course I wasn't. 
What's triggered this post is the recent death of UK MC Skibbity. Unfortunately, with easy access to instant news, it seems not a week goes by without some legend passing away, and it's always sad, especially when that person means something to so many. Skibber meant a lot to me, and many, many others. But it was the first time I felt moved to write something and post it online, and even then I was conflicted. Only time will tell if I detected the smell of my own bullshit again whilst writing it. The only time I've ever chipped in previously was when Leslie Nielsen died and that was only a short tweet. But this one's brought the conflict up in me again. This conforming thing. I've seen a lot of it of late, but for some reason it doesn't sit right with me and I don't know if it's that, if it's that egotistical, dickhead, insecure, not in the cool club side of me or the side that sometimes is right to be suspicious. I fully understand that there were many people that knew him or grew up listening to him or knew how much of an inspiration he's been. But some of the things I was seeing from accounts that I've never seen post anything about him or drummer bass even felt insincere. Call me a prick here, but it seems that if his passing somehow fitted into the sphere, however tenuously, of those accounts' own online brand, then they would comment like an industrial trawler sweeping up everything off the ocean floor so long as it looked like a fish. It all has value. I'm not going to include any examples here as I'm well aware I could be completely wrong. I'd rather keep focus on the general sincerity online or lack of whenever any big tragedy happens and the cultural capital that can come with commentating. I know only too well what a few of those heart-like clicks can do to my brain. I can feel it fiending for them like my dog when I whip the treats out. Whenever I post something and then check in at numerous intervals to see if anyone has liked it. I'll be checking the stats on this post no doubt. That dopamine hit from a click validation is addictive. And what better way to get those hits than write something in emotional times that appeals to people's sense of loss and occasion. Get it right and you're a white boy with the keys to a Charlie factory. As I write my way through this, I realise it's probably a mixture of both sincere and insincere. Maybe it's okay to reach out for validation in times of high emotion. The day before I got married, when the pressure was on, I felt the sudden need to reach out to my parents. I had a little cry and I hugged my mum and I think that's what I needed in that moment. It wasn't online of course, but I would never share anything like that online. That's just not me but I think the motive may have been similar. For some, maybe that's what it is. A little reach out for a virtual hug, as well as wanting to honour the dearly departed. No shame there. But is that the case every time? I don't think so. There's some people out there knee deep in click source dopamine and looking for that next hit. But you tell me. These things are very difficult to prove and of course call out due to the sensitive nature of the subjects. I guess it's down to perception at the end of the day, that and smoky mirrors. We're all still figuring out the do's and don'ts of this social media thing. What I do know is, most cultures have specific ways to honour their dead. Their time-honoured traditions and every part of it is designed to serve a higher purpose, way beyond gassing up someone delivering a half-assed eulogy. Large up the real ones, and rest in peace, Gibbity.